Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC Light Program. This is the correct answer, and you win the Spawn Prize of Prayer Revolving Carpet Socks! Oh, oh. Mr. Sellers, kindly remove that Huey Green disguise and give a rapid impression of the Uslan bird. <laughs> Gone and never called me mother. Dirty British co-star with a salt cake smokestack. You filthy swine. <laughs> As I was saying, dirty British co-star with a salt cake smokestack. Butting through the channel in the mad March days. Isn't that by the Poet Laureate? Nonsense, it's by Macefield. Jim <laughs> Macefield. I know another one. He's by Kipling. Um, <laughs> on the road to Mandalay, far the flying fishes play, and the dawn comes up like thunder. And up across the bay. <laughs> Got him. I couldn't resist him. He was so beautifully marked. Naturally, he was just back from the laundry. Oh. <laughs> so gather round me, lads, while I recount it. There's a little green-eyed idol to the north of Kathmandu. But the wind blew up the chimney just the same. And when it came to water, we... The tale Bloodlock told was of India, 1902, from the year of the same name. Yes. <laughs> I was fresh out of Sandhurst, and it wasn't long before I joined the army. <laughs> it was a proud moment when my backman sewed those two gleaming pips under the seat of my trousers. Oh, I see you worked your way up from the bottom, sir. <laughs> Congratulations on you becoming a second lieutenant. Yes. To think, just a month ago, I was only a brigadier. <laughs> now let me view myself in the commission ranks only mirror. Oh, he's never done that before, sir. <laughs> well, I'll make damn sure he doesn't do it again. Take it out and shoot it. Oh, <laughs> How I look forward to a day on the battlefield. I say, Seeger's an old chap. <laughs> It's Nigel Spongley of the third long things. Yes. <laughs> Grand news. What, Nigel? The regiment's sailing tonight for active service. Active service? Does that mean fighting? <gasps> yes. Oh, my leg! <laughs> my leg, it's gone. Quick, after it. <laughs> In a few barns, Nigel Spongley had the leg trapped by the throat and returned it to me. But it was a close thing. Damn close. <laughs> Pardon me, uh, Lieutenant Son, uh, sir. The uh, CO wants to see you in his dressing gown. Right. I'll change at once. Seagull reporting, sir. Come in. Thank you. What's your phone number? Spawn 349, sir. Spawn 349. Answer that, Sigun. 
Hello, Seagull, huh? Seagull, come over to my office right away. Right, sir. Kevin? Seagull reporting, sir. You're a devilish difficult chap to get hold of. <laughs> yes, sir. I always grease myself as a precaution. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. a jolly good one, that is. I oh, dear. Seagull, this is Commander Greenslade, R.A. How do you do? Uh, Seagull, I have here the editor of the Naffy Quarterly. How do you do? Gentlemen, I have here in this cardboard suitcase Count Jim Thighs Moriarty, confidential bus conductor to the President of France and war correspondent of Health and Sun. How do you do, gentlemen? I have news. An outpost of the British Empire is in danger. Tell us something new, mate. What? <laughs> Lieutenant Seagoon, we have it on good authority from our milkman that the besieged garrison at, uh, at Fort Thud on the frontier of Waziristan has lost its Union Jack. You mean our troops don't know what side they're on? They know which side they're on, but they can't prove it. <laughs> Gad! It, it must be hell out there. It is. I think. What we've got to do... Here, here, here! What's going on here? Nothing. Oh, I'll clear off then. <laughs> See, June, we want you to take the plans of a Union Jack to Fort Thad. The plans? Yes. You must realize, Sigoon, that all Union Jacks are made from an original set of rare plans left behind by King Arthur in an early British waiting room, circa B.C., you mean, and I say this on behalf of the bewildered listeners, that without those plans, Britain would never be able to build another Union Jack? Exactly. I say. Easy, old man. Steady, Commander. I'll be all right. <laughs> what is that all about? <laughs> Seagoon, don't spoil everything so. Without those carefully rehearsed moments of dramatic tension, where would the Empire be today, sir? But it's always been in Leicester Square! <laughs> so, gentlemen, this is where the story really starts. And here to hold it up is Max Gilbray. All right, let's turn the back for
The Shifting Sons of West Eriston, part three. With the friends of the Union Jack secreted in the hip pocket of my hat, I set fire to my socks and set off hot foot for Fort Thug. <laughs> which was under the command of its commander, where at this very moment, folks, they are playing his signature tune. <laughs> The colonel? Oh, chain the brandy to the wall. I, I know his sort. A glass of port. I don't mind if I do. By the great leather putties of Jemadar Goldstein. <laughs> colonel Chinstrap, it's you, sir. Yes, sir. Colonel Chinstrap is always me. What a fortunate coincidence for you both. <laughs> well, if you insist, Dennis, just to show to pass. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Enough? Oh, just a spot, boy. Yes, yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Have another? Uh, just a small one, please. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> this is very good. <laughs> Spot more? Oh, no, no. I think it's about time you had one. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, oh, yes, I will then. Oh, thank you. Oh, you good, you know, doesn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say, Dennis. Yes, yes. Anything happened during the night? <laughs> oh, in the night? Yes. Oh, the night, yes. yes night. Well, Humphrey, the fort was attacked by 15,000 tribesmen but they were driven off by a frenzied shrieking figure waving a whiskey bottle. Good heavens, who was it? You, sir. <laughs> Are you sure, Dennis? Am I sure? Yes. Of course I'm sure. Uh, thank you. You weren't the only one in that night shirt, you know. <laughs> oh, it was hell in there. <laughs> well... Bottoms up. Charles. I have a toast. Yes? Charles to the old country, sir. Hmm? What, what old country? Any old country. Yes. Charles. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, now, Colonel, I suppose you're wondering why you sent for me. Yes, sir. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. 
Just a minute, just a minute, my boy. What? Quiet, art thou? Lost in goldfish. <laughs> they should wear slippers, you know. Well, if you insist, just a minute. Yes. Here, what's going on here? Nothing. I'll clear off them. <laughs> The, the relief columns arrived. Send her in. <laughs> Great Scott, it's a 49 tram. <laughs> then it's one of ours. <laughs> gentlemen, here are the plans the Union Jack you so desperately need. Hooray, hooray. Sorry, my gentlemen, but your foot is 20 miles further north than it says on the map. 20 miles further north? Then it's happened again. This fort was built on shifting sands, and your combined extra weight must have set it going north again. You're right, Colonel. Look out of the wall. Great spawns of galloping ham! The fort's crossing the frontier into Waziristan! Oh, I recognize that knocking. It's the devilish Waziric tribal chief, the Ward of Char. <laughs> Let me in, blood knock, or I'll open this door, Corbett. <laughs> no! Curse! He knew the combination of the hinges. <laughs> I say so. Ask him what he wants while I climb out the window. Come back! Your fort now resting on my father's domain. How painful for him. <laughs> I warn you, blood knock, <laughs> your fort is now in the secret car park of Elbow. <laughs> Cost you seven and six an hour. Mate, pay by cash check at sunrise or we attack. I'm warning you, what of char. Unless you withdraw that threat, my dog, we'll pay. <laughs> All right, mate. And now my latest number, Yumbom Balaboo. You filthy swine. <laughs> <laughs> I love the looks of you, the lure of you, the sweet of you, the pure of you, the eyes, the arms, the mouth of you, the east, west, north and the south of you. I love to gain complete control of you And handle even the heart and soul of you So love at least a small percent of me do For I love all love you me why not take all of me can't you see i'm no good without you take my lips i want to lose them 
take my arms, I'll never use them. Your goodbye left me with eyes that cry. How can I go on without you? You took the part that once was my heart, so why not take all of me? Yes. Shifting Sands of Waziristan, part three, The Shifting Sands of Waziristan. Quite right, yes. Through the night, yes. on the fort's battlements, yes, yes, yes. British soldiers oh, yes. stood to for the expected attack. Right. Are you wearing your long winter drawers, Echo? <laughs> No, 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 I, I never heard a mutton. Huh. Um, aren't you afraid of going round without wearing any of them? And why it up with your long drawers? I do not know. I have never looked up his trouser leg. <laughs> I'll tell you something. No. I, I looked up my dad's trousers once. Oh. And I discovered something. What? That's where he keeps his legs. <laughs> No. You ever seen your daddy's leg? No. He always takes him to work with him. Oh, hot for bottle. He uses them to stop his trousers from bending. Oh, fine, not. That's good, that, that's good. Um, let him to a dustman who takes my dust away. Uh, let him to a dustman 
doesn't look now. Right behind you, there's a pair of great big native legs. Oh, legs? Yeah. Whose are they? I'd look up his trousers and see. <laughs> It's Ray Ellington. Yes, but me playing part of Ward of Char. The enemy immediately attacks for England. Hit it, fight. Hit it, hit. Strike. Hit, strike, hit, strike. Fight, hit. Hit it. Hit it, hit, 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 hit. Knees fall off, collapses, loses. Well, listen, little spirit of empire. You give me the key to Fort Gates, and me give you four ounces gully mixture. Every man has got his prize. (laughs) Here is the key. And here is four ounces gully mixture. Goodbye, mate. Puts leading gully mixture into dinner hole. Savers muscle. <laughs> I have been tricked. These darling mixtures are forgeries made from compressed centipods. <laughs> Faints with horror, faintful fun. What's going on here? Who's this soldier sleeping on guard? Good heavens! Private Blue Bottle! Captain, I have done a terrible thing. <laughs> I gave the key of the fort gate to the dreaded one of char. What? You'll be shot for this. Take aim, fire. Thank you, Captain. Can I go home now? <laughs> Colonel, what are we going to do? We'll have to drink our way out. The Wazirs are attacking. Oh! Anybody got a hole in the ground? This is a fine time to turn coward. I know, that's why I chose it. (laughs) Gentlemen, we'll drink our way up. Good idea. I'll lead the way. You can't think your way out of this. These tribesmen are tough. There's only one language the Waziris understand. Waziri. Splendid. (laughs) I'll address the hordes from the battlements in their own language. I say you were sorry. Some gentleman pilkin, chipping his helmet down, he's born. They're not answering. Hey, Let me try, Humphrey. Yes, thank you. Oh, a tora mucking tora cha, Bombay bibi boda cha. You're right, they're not answering, you know. Oh. Perhaps it's their half day closing. Yes. No, wait, wait. Yes, I couldn't agree more. What are those lumps at the bottom of the foothills? Holes. Shut up, Eddles. <laughs> Gentlemen, look. They're hauling Thin Tom, their long-range cannon, into oh, position. They're loading it. They get so they're lighting the fuse. They are. They're pointing it at us. <laughs> they're going to fire it. I wonder what they're up to. Yes. Duck! No duck, not a chicken. They get to the firing hens at us. A foul trick. 
Exactly. <laughs> We're being shelled. <laughs> Stop cracking yops! <laughs> Through the long night, the Waziris attacked, firing their bullets from a hidden position inside their rifle barrels. Then at dawn, good tidings. Gentlemen of the Ford, we have worked all night and completed the Union Jack. Owing to the shortage, I was forced to build it of wood. Wood? How is it going to wave? I put hinges down the middle. Great news! Hoisted up the flagpole! We can't, can't do that yet. You say I used the flagpole to build the flag. Yes, you see, big. Big. Oh, what's that? Oh, he'll be. What's that? Mr. Fort! He's standing back at the shifting sands towards India. Look! I see the frontier approaching. There it is at the back door now. Good morning, gentlemen, British Customs Officers. Yes, indeed. That's who we are. <laughs> are you bringing any wines or spirits into the country? Only a flask full of brandy, sir. How much does it hold? 48 gallons. <laughs> I wondered why your trousers were round your ankles. 48 gallons, eh? That'll be 75 pounds in Anna's. Anna doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> I was told that Anna stays here. <laughs> A magnificent film. <laughs> you can't take this fault across into India until you get rid of that brandy. Gentlemen. Yes. We'll have to drink our way out of this. Right. Volunteers, one piece forward. March! Name? Jim Strap, laid of one pace back. <laughs> Good health. That was all 53 years ago. But to this day, a white stone marks the spot where Chinstrap saved the day. Yes, and it carries this simple inscription. Here lies Colonel Chinstrap, drowned <laughs> from the inside. That's it. All on the back field, Marlon. Well, 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 that was the Goon Show, the BBC recording programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacom, Spike Finnegan and Jack Train with the Redditor Quartet, Max Geldray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Finnegan and Nanny Stevens. Announcer, Wallace Greenslade. The programme produced by Pat Dixon. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.